If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a Joke Festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. We're going into the Quibi archive. Gerard Butler auditions for Dracula. And I'm going to give you some Disneyland hacks. All this and more on today's very important, very big. Last looks. You called Paul, hey, Paul. to talk about a movie you saw. Maybe you were truly appalled, or maybe you enjoyed the film and you're in dubious awe. Last looks, 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 the last looks. Tell the truth, when have you read your last book? It's a podcast, how did this get made? And this is Go Van Gogh Show. Let's get paid the last looks, 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 the last looks, last looks, looks. Hello, all my Virgin Megastore employees and my Millennium Nosferatus. I'm your host, Paul Shear, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? Last Looks, where you get to voice your issues on Dracula 2000. Jason and I are going to chat about all the stuff that we are currently into, plus we are going to reveal next week's movie. And as always, I am going to try to solve your problem. That's right. We're going to do it a little bit differently this week, but I think I got a good solution for a very big issue. But... First things first, a big shout out to Rob from Long Island. Rob, thank you for that amazing theme song. I love Rob from Long Island. We love songs like Rob's. And if you feel like you got the goods, you want to step it up like Rob stepped it up, well, send us a song. You can send it to how did this get made at earwolf.com. Keep them short. 15, 20 seconds is best. We need some new themes for the just chat with Jason. Make them, send them, and we will play it. All right, people. Just want to say thank you to everyone who came out to see us on the road. We had amazing shows in Indianapolis, Ohio, Chicago, and Detroit. Every audience was truly just special and brought it in such an amazing way with their costumes and their questions and their songs. I loved being out. I can't wait to go back out again. We're going to be back out on the road Uh, December 3rd, it's Saturday in San Francisco at the Masonic Temple, which is a fun venue. And also it's going to be a holiday movie and a holiday movie that I watched last Christmas. And I sent a text to Avril, like on Christmas Eve going, I know what we have to do next year. So I'm so excited to do that in San Fran, but I'm not going to even announce it yet. I'm going to tease you. Anyway, head to hdtgm.com to uh, buy tickets for that, but also Head to all of our social pages to check out all the amazing costumes. Uh, There's one guy who dressed as Scribbles, and he had a 14-page note section, a giant binder of notes for uh, Dress to Kill or Fashion Runway, whatever it was called. And um, it was just great. People let their nerd flag fly, especially with the costumes. There was a... Uh, a couple who came as a man-woman scene, a person with a fully decked out Save Miracles outfit. Uh, there was a row of Nicolas Cage's from Con Air. That was a popular one, as a matter of fact. Uh, seven Sylvester Stallones. Uh, we had just 
great, great costumes. Oh, how could I forget? We had a tall John. A tall John was there. Plenty of people dressed as the Jason of their group. Uh, the list goes on and on. And I keep on telling people, if you came, tag your pictures so I can post more of them because we only have a handful up of the ones that people posted and they are just all just too good. Anyway, um, let's get into the Paul helpline. Let's hear from you because I know that you have problems in your life, in your love, in your job. Don't you really want to know? Tell me now. I'm going to help you. <laughs> Feeling just personal things. Tell Let's get into the Paul helpline. Okay, I would like to tell the father of my bigger one. I'm your Oprah. I am a more modern tell Oprah. Me now. Tell I am me more now. modern than Thank you, homonym. Okay, this week we're going to do something different. Like I mentioned, we're going to go to the Discord, and this is written by Gratuitous Silence. Uh, hey, Paul, we went to Disney World slash Universal a few years ago, and I leaned heavily on the Fast Pass. We are looking to go to Disneyland with our six-year-old twins and five-year-old niece, and oh boy, ticketing has gotten way more complicated since you are a pro and have been to the parks with the kiddos the same age as ours. I need help. First, what should we hit for sure? What's the best pass to get that has gotten impossible to decipher? And last, anything other than the parks that we should see? Thank you. Love you. Stay safe. Well, gratuitous silence. This is a great question. I love getting into my Disney shit. Um, it depends. couple things. What's the plan? Are you going for a couple days? Are you going for one day? If you're going for one day, I'm going to say that there are more things for the kids to do at California Adventure. I know that that is an unpopular opinion, but if you got kids that are my age, there are playgrounds there. There's Pixar Pier. There's the Marvel World. There's the Cars Land. You got more stuff that they are into and that they can go on. And I have found that my kids really like all of that stuff. Sure, they love Disneyland and all that great stuff, but at the end of the day, the majority of the Disneyland rides, they don't have a personal connection to. So if it's a one-day-only event, I'm going to lean that way because you've already been to Disney World. You've already seen all those other things. So I would say open up your mind, expand it, and go that way. Uh, But here's the thing. Uh, you probably want to get a park jumper if you're going to be there. I would even say for one day because you could start off your day in California Adventure and then move over to Disneyland for the night and the fireworks and things like that. Depending on when you're going, that's also tricky because sometimes it's open later and then they have like special nighttime events. Like they just had this Halloween thing. Am I like just doing a walking ad for Disneyland? Well, I'll tell you this much. It's Vulcan expensive. So here's the deal. Now, this is what they have decided to start doing. Not only is there like this mega pass, and I do believe you should get get the best, get the best pass. It's going to bankrupt you, but it's worth it. It's worth it because it gets you to be able to cut ahead of everything that you want to do. It just gets you on top of everything. Uh, I would say this. You also have these rides that cost a premium. So even when you get the best ticket, then you're paying $15 per person on top of that for some rides. It's a rip. People are pissed. I get it. But as a parent, if you want to ride Spider-Man for 15 bucks, no line, go by yourself, let your kids eat a snack. Great. Go do it. Um, but Oh my gosh, it's hard to break it all down. It really is. I just say go for broke if you're only going to be there for one or two days because uh, it's the only way to get it. If you're not going at a crowded time of the year, I'm thinking that you're going in December and that's a fucking nightmare. I'll jump into this more on the Discord, but um, you're just going to have to eat up the gut punch that is the the way that they have priced out the parks now. They've just, they are going to gut you at every single turn. It's not pretty, uh, but the kids have a good time. And what I found also with the kids is they don't know what they're missing. So as long as you don't carry that guilt, you could do one park and never tell them about the other park. They don't care. They don't care. That's all I'd say. Go do that. As far as anything else, I mean, well, you got Universal Studios here in Hollywood. That's a little bit further away. And 
hey, my kids don't like it. There's not much for them to do until that uh, Super Mario Land opens or like the Pokemon Pier, whatever they're going to open up over there. There's not much to do there. Um, You could do like a Hollywood tour. I think the Paramount lot is probably the best one. That one always seems a lot of fun. Uh, as far as taking family, you could also go see like a game show or like America's Funniest Home Videos if they're not doing that on monitors anymore. Um, but overall, if you're talking about Anaheim, what is there to do in Anaheim? I don't know. Medieval times. You do that pirate show where you, you watch people climb a mast of a pirate ship. Knott's Berry Farm. A lot of roller coasters. Not really super kid friendly. So I wouldn't recommend that. And then finally... Uh, you know, SeaWorld, uh, there's issues with SeaWorld. You can't just recommend SeaWorld, but there's a great science center in Anaheim that might be fun too, and it's cheap. And then that way you can kind of be like, oh, we did two things. That's what I got. I hope that's helpful. It's a hard question because I don't have all the details in front of me, but I think that gives you a good enough overview and shows how just nerdy I am. And I'd also give you a couple more tips in there. But, uh, But I think at this point, it's pay to play, and it sucks. And especially if you're a family of four, you're just terribly fucked. You're just kind of screwed at every corner. But I will say as much as uh, I know that going in every time we have a great time and I forget about it, but I just have to make that decision before we get in the car and go. All right. We are always looking for more Paul's helpline voicemail. So if you need some advice or a second opinion, do you have any good theme park hacks? Call me. Tell me. Let me know. Give me a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-728-5275. And now, I want to let you know that we have something very exciting for you coming up. It is going to be the ultimate gift for all How Did This Get Made fans. I'm going to tease it. It's going to be a crowdfunded thing, but it's going to come out soon. I don't know. Is that enough? Is that not enough? It's going to be something that we've been working on. Our producer, Molly Reynolds, has been killing it on putting this together. We've all been working hard on this. Uh, Devin and and Molly and Cody and Jason even. We all have just been in the weeds getting this together. And I can't wait to reveal it. So stay tuned because right around Thanksgiving, we're going to have a very big announcement. Uh, Anyway, for all the people that were bummed that we ran out of merch, I'm so sorry that we ran out of merch in Chicago dumb biggest venue like 3,600 people and uh, we ran out of merch uh we will have merch in san francisco anyway if you're going to come out to san francisco buy those tickets now that's december 3rd at the masonic temple it's going to be a lot of fun and as always if you are a golden state warrior uh you can get into the show for free uh just let me know i'll hook you up with free tickets anyway we'll be right back with your questions comments and concerns about dracula 2000 Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much 
at airbnb.com slash host. Today's episode is brought to you by Cap'n Crunch. Who said the kids get to have all the breakfast fun time? Break away from the ordinary with Cap'n Crunch and bring back the spirit of adventure to your mornings. Everyday life can be stressful, but a tasty bowl of Cap'n Crunch is an escape from morning monotony. Enjoy the bold flavors like original Cap'n Crunch, Crunch Berries, Oops All Berries, and Peanut Butter. Plus, the crunch you love is now available in cinnamon, and it is delicious even in a sea of milk. The crunch of Cap'n Crunch is epic. Yes, my family is all in on the cinnamon Captain Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next breakfast time crunch venture. Get Captain Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you, and learn more at CaptainCrunch.com. Okay, last week we talked about Dracula 2000. We had questions, and we might have even missed a few things. I mean, it's possible. It is. Here is your chance to set us straight. Fact check us, if you will. It is time for Corrections and Omissions. Thank you, Dan Cardenas. That is a great theme. All right. We are on the Discord. And if you're not on the Discord, you're missing out. There's a Discord meetup in Chicago. It was great. I called on them in the show. They had nothing to say, which was a high and a low. Maybe they were feeling the pressure after Jason and June reacted so negatively to their pick of Dracula 2000. Anyway, Grumblebottom writes, has probably been mentioned already, but... All that lost or reincarnated lover crap was not part of Stoker's book. That was an invention of Francis Ford Coppola for his movie, which is what I think Shear was remembering. Stoker's Dracula was pure evil, a pestilent beast, and the book made no attempt to create a sympathy for the monster. Uh, I didn't think about the lost or reincarnated love. I don't remember what that was. Was it me? Was it me? Gosh. I don't even remember half the shit I say. Anyway, uh, but Julius hops in to respond to Grumblebottom and says, Correction! Dracula was never meant to be Vlad the Impaler. Stoker came across the word Dracula, meaning son of the dragon, which was a title held, among others, Vlad. Stoker thought it meant devil and decided to use it for his villain, replacing the name he had been using in earlier drafts, Count Wampire. That's... All there is to it. Just a name that happens to have been the title of an infamous leader. We don't even know if Stoker had heard of Vlad the Impaler. His notes just say, Dracula means devil in Romanian, much like the idea that Mina is the reincarnation of Dracula's lost love. The idea that Count is supposed to actually be Vlad seems to have been cemented in popular consciousness by Francis Ford Coppola. Again, F-F-C, fucking up the Dracula myth. Uh, Mitch Kappa, Chunk Style, writes, kudos to Nathan Fillion for not getting cut out of the movie because uh, his whole scene could have been removed at no loss. I'm sure, you know, he'd be showing back up for at least a good death scene when they went to go hide from Dracula on sacred ground, but no. By the way, speaking of Dracula, uh, he did not seem to be bothered in the least by being on church property. Yeah, why could he... Be on church property, but just like a weird, uh, you know, crucifix image affixed to the top of a building give him a lot of issues. Again, I have issues with the end and the choking and all that bullshit. That's what I needed to be clarified. Anyway, Farm Boy writes, Paul, Star Trek Voyager aired from 1995 to 2001. So Jerry Ryan was in her 7 and 9 fame when Dracula 2000 came out. I said that. Didn't I say that? I corrected myself in the middle of the podcast unless it was cut out. And if it was cut out, you got to blame Scott. You got to blame Cody. They did not want to stand by me when I told you the real information because I, I Googled it. I'm not going to let that whole thing hang. Anyway, let's go to the phones. First up, Galen from Toronto. Hi, Paul. This is Galen calling from Toronto. Um, on the podcast, you were talking about the 
beautiful stone building in London, and you said you didn't know which real building it was. Um, it is the Clarkson Gordon Building, uh, also known as the Heritage Building, uh, or the former Commercial Bank of Midland. And it is located in Toronto. Yes, just a few kilometers from Little Italy, Canada. Um, it was originally just north of where it is now. The facade was dismantled and reassembled as part of the Allen Lambert Galleria, which is the beautiful steel and glass structure that you see in the film. Thank you so much. Love the show. Yes, Galen, I love that. Holy shit, Toronto. I was fooled. I was fooled. Uh, I love the way you just like spun that out. That was perfect. What a great, that's what I'm looking for, people. Look at that. Got style, pizzazz, info, everything. Took me on a journey. Anyway, great job, Galen. Let's go to Tom in Cincinnati. Hi, Paul. This is uh, Tom in Cincinnati. I just wanted to call with some comments about the discussion you had around Dracula 2000. I know June's taken a lot of flack for speaking ill of locksmiths, and I think that relationship has since been repaired. But I feel like she hit on something with home security installers. I have to admit that I had an odd interaction with the home security installer myself. But the point that I wanted to bring up is I grew up in Wichita, Kansas in the mid-'80s, and one of our real-life boogeymen was a serial caller called BTK. And uh, he stalked Wichita through the mid-'70s to mid-'80s and one final killing as 11th killing in early 1990s. But when he was captured, it was a man named Dennis Rader, and he had worked for most of that period for a home security system, installing uh, home security for mostly for people who were worried about the BTK killer, at least in part. A little creepy, and uh, June's right on target. So love the show. Keep doing great work. Bye. Holy hell, Tom. I'm glad that you're alive. And woof. Yikes. I just saw that movie Barbarian last night, and there's a scene in that movie. I won't get into it, but I loved it. Uh, but yeah, man, we got to be careful about who we get in our house and the BTK killer. Oof, that is rough stuff. Again, we are on a roll. Great corrections and omissions this week uh, from the callers. All right, and let's wrap it up with Scott in Baltimore. Hey, Paul, it's your boy Scotty in Baltimore with a uh, correction slash maybe omission from Dracula 2000. Um, vitamin C um, is also known by her real name, Colleen Fitzpatrick, and she appeared in the John Waters film Hairspray, uh, where she played Amber Von Tussle, uh, Tracy Turnblad's nemesis. Um, it's kind of fun that uh, Colleen Fitzpatrick slash Vitamin C is a real-life pop star because in Hairspray, her parents are played by Sonny Bono, and Debbie Harry. So you get a trio of pop stars as a family in John Waters' hairspray. All right. Have a fantastic day. Scott, great voice. Nailed it. Gave me a lot of info about vitamin C. I didn't mean to diminish vitamin C in any way. If you felt like you had to call in to defend her or just, you know, I didn't mean to do that. Great actress. I just remember her from that song. Uh, and I have to say, uh, John Waters, great choice. And are you excited that John Waters is coming out of retirement? Somebody came dressed as John Waters uh, at the uh, Chicago show, and they had a mustache on the outside of their mask. And I thought that was great. Also, uh, someone came dressed as a locksmith. Oh, these costumes. I want to do costumes all the time for How Did This Get Made? It was so much fun. All right. Uh, back to the Discord. Again, this might be Larry David because uh, the name is LD and in quotes, possibly Larry David. At the end, is Mary fully a vampire or some sort of hybrid vampire hunter like Blade? The bite marks are no longer on her neck, yet her eyes flash, assuming to show that she has some sort of vampiric power. She's also decked out in leather, uh, but that could go both ways, vampire or vampire hunter. Uh, LD, great question. And I got to say, I think she's like her dad who had powers, but was not a vampire. So she might have to get that leech situation under control or something. I, I believe she's got something going on, just like just like her pops. Um, and that also is the I mean, there's so many movies that end like that, right? Didn't we just watch another movie that gave you that same kind of like, uh oh, sequel, 
We're so confident in this sequel. It's never going to happen. Mr. Barrington writes, well, I guess, by the way, it did happen. It happened two times. So shame on me. Uh, Mr. Barrington writes, surely uh, someone already shared uh, Gerard's Dracula audition tape. Um, Mr. Barrington, I did not know this existed. Let's take a listen. Bloodlust. Men have always lusted after blood. Tell me a war that was otherwise. I bestowed life with the taking of blood. Life that you fed upon like a parasite. (laughs) Tell me, my friend, how does it feel to become what you beheld? Ah, wow. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know if you could get the intensity of what was happening here. Wow, I am, I am speechless. Truly, I mean, first of all, wow. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, there's a lot of tongue to lip action going on there. A lot of licking of the lips. The way his hair, he looks like uh, the lead singer of White Snake, the 80s band, but... I don't know what to <laughs> make of any of that. I don't even... I need to watch more of that. Devin, play another clip. You never understood. You never grasped your one true purpose and all of this, did you? You took my blood and you created a child through it. Can you not see... That makes her mine. You can't have Mary. (laughs) Oh, I can. I dreamt her into being Abraham. You let yourself be a vessel for that dream. (sighs) All right, all right. Please watch this. It's online. Gerard Butler, Dracula Audition. I'm sure the sound is not doing it justice. Wow. I need to send this to everybody that I know. Uh, uh, wow. I, I don't even know where to go because there's no more corrections and omissions there. And if you want to know who the winner is, well, I mean, after those three amazing phone calls, uh, you thought it would be between them. But no, it's not. It's Mr. Barrington for unearthing this fucking find. Holy shit. Mr. Barrington, I wish I could give you something, but uh, I can't give you anything physical. I could just give you this amazing song. Uh, so check it out. Nothing. That is your own theme. Great, great theme. I'm honestly, I'm still taken aback by that audition. Uh, anyway, if you want to chime in with your own thoughts about the latest episode, hit up the Discord at discord.gg/hdtgm or call us at six one nine p a u l a s k. That's six one nine Paul Ask. Um. You know, this is uh, something that I thought was interesting. Before we kind of move on, and I want to just chat about it because I think this has been uh, just in the zeitgeist lately. Um, we got a phone call about a plot line in this movie that was not really clear to us at the time of recording, and it's succinctly put in the voicemail, and I think we'd be remiss not to address it. So take it away, Rebecca. Uh, hi, Paul. Uh, Rebecca here. Um, I have an omission um, about the Dracula 2000 movie, um, and I wrote this out so that I could try and say it succinctly. So basically, and I'm pretty sure this was unintentional. I hope it was unintentional on the part of the filmmakers. But so we all know that Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus, and probably most folks know or have figured out on their own that the name Judas and the English word Jewish have the same roots, and, you know, they're really linked, like, linguistically and symbolically in our culture, blah, blah, blah. The problem is when you take Dracula and you retcon him into Judas's chariot, you come really, really close to telling a story about blood libel. And it might not be close to a story. It might just be a story about blood libel. It might not even be close. It might just be that. So TLDR, very, very brief. Um, blood libel is an anti-Semitic myth and uh, lie that uh, was very popular in Europe in the Middle Ages. Um, that said that Jews murder little genteel children 
In the course of observing their faith, it's been the direct cause of pogroms, pogroms, excuse me, mob violence, murder of Jews. It's one of the roots of European anti-Semitism. It is super gross. <laughs> now you've got this Dracula who survives by sucking blood, and in the original book by Bram Stoker, one of the sort of the whole thing, the whole like the the, the victim who's the focus of the story is this young, beautiful, innocent English woman, and then you make that blood-sucking monster Jewish, and that's some really fucked up shit. And again, probably not on purpose. I hope not on purpose. Um, I know a lot of, especially 20 years ago, I think a lot of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories were not well-known among non-Jewish Americans. Um, so I can imagine a world where this is just a super unfortunate coincidence. Um, but these two stories interact in a way that's super fucked up. Thank you, Rebecca. Wow, that was... Uh, equally mind blowing, and I'm so glad that you called to explain that. Um, I feel smarter having listened to you, and I'm glad that we are talking about this in a moment right now, where I think there is a tremendous amount of anti-Semitism going on in a very public way. And I'm so happy that you felt confident enough to make that call and speak so succinctly about it. And educate us all about that. I don't even want to tag it more than I just want to say I appreciate that. And I also appreciate that you felt comfortable enough to bring that up in this show because we do want to push that stuff to the front. And uh, I hope it wasn't done with that, uh, you know, intention. But at the same time, let's fucking call it out just to make sure. Anyway, we'll be right back uh, with Jason and I as we talk about all the things that you should be watching on Paul and Jason Just Chat. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah. Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, it's all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, there are things that we need to get off our chest. Maybe someone in your life, a loved one, is driving you crazy, but they don't mean to be driving you crazy. And you want to vent and you want to get it out, but you just don't want to drop it on them because you're not really mad at them. Maybe you're mad at yourself because we all have these things that set off our stressors, right? We keep them bottled up and they start to affect us. And we start to then affect other people because our energy is off. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, you get matched, and then guess what? If you don't like your therapist, you can switch to another licensed therapist at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonkers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonkers. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack, and my kids said, Mom said... We can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I never like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do 
a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. People, you might be noticing that every week we are releasing an old How Did This Get Made from the Back catalog. This week we are re-releasing Jason 10. That's right, Jason 10 with Rob Hubel. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Every Monday we are going back into the vault, pulling out a classic episode. And I love that Jason episode. Hubel is on fire. All right, so make sure you are listening to all the Matinee Mondays. Now, we've spent a lot of time hearing from you, but no one has asked me what I'm up to. What am I listening to? I mean, that's not really true. I'm I'm kind of running the show here, and I've, I've mentioned a lot of things that I'm into. Anyway, it's a segue. Don't worry about it. Uh, Jason and I were just finishing our Halloween tour, but we wanted to give you a little extra snippet of our last Just Chat that ended up on the cutting room floor, not because it wasn't good, just because we talked for way too long. Uh, we talk uh, about what scary murder shows June watches in the house. We talk about some quibby archives, American Ninja Warriors, and Warp Walls. Take a listen to this segment of Just Chat. Tom McWaters, hit us with our first official theme. We're gonna have ourselves a conversation, just chat. No quarantine or vaccination, just chat. Paul and Jason, a couple of cats, just chat, just chat, just chat. I will say that, you know, if it's not, and I may have talked about this plenty of times on the show, if it's not someone getting killed and buried somewhere uh, illegally, we're not watching it in our house. June yeah, is yeah, only, yeah, yeah. only only murders for shows. that. Only murder. Only, only murders murder. in the house. <laughs> only murders in the house. Only murders on Netflix. And then like, and I and she has found the bottom of the barrel of those shows now because we've watched them all. Like there literally is a show that we've been watching called like I Survived a Home Invasion. What? Which is just people just going like, <laughs> yeah, and they came in and fucking hit me over the head. It's like, and it's like, it's, it's just like people telling the story and showing wow. security cam footage. It's not artful. It's not interesting. And it's like, yeah, we got that one. And we didn't get I that feel like, one. I, I feel like you guys are only months away from, from watching. I feel like we are only as a society society months away from watching videos that are shot entirely on nest cams of people oh, being yeah. murdered yeah i mean it's like, like nest cam is going to become a digital content creator just because they're shooting ring. so much do you stuff. subscribe to ring do you subscribe <laughs> i subscribe to ring Ring oh, yeah. is the best show well uh, the... the ring i heard ring is going to turn into the ring so that <laughs> so, so that it, it participates in all murders going forward hubel and i used to do a bit uh, where we would try to tape shows on the ring doorbell. Like you could, you have enough time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. We would try to like do like cooking show. Like it was like for our Largo show, we would try to do as many shows as we could do in 30 seconds in front of our ring doorbell. That's very funny. Uh, I love that. Yeah, but 30 second shows, short attention span. This is, it's better that's than a, TikTok. You know what it is? That's a, you know what that's like? That's a quick bite of comedy, Paul. <laughs> that's a quibby. Mm. That's a quibby Ooh, I love right a there. Quibby. Ooh, Ooh, I, love I could a go. Quibby. Ooh, I could go for a quibby right now. <laughs> Ooh, I've only got a couple of minutes while I take a hot dump. I could go uh, for a quibby. Oh, quibby, quibby. Uh, I think about quibby a lot. You do? I know. Yeah, because <laughs> there's one show in it's particular. It's you and Katzenberg. Uh, are the other people a thinking a lot about Quibi? Do you, do you think that Katzenberg goes back to the idea that he's like, I should have called it Omakasa. That's what I wanted Something. to call it. Yeah. it could, Omakasa, the most uh, elitist name that you could possibly incredible. name. Like a, <laughs> incredible. But, to be like, to be like, I want to call it Omakasa and then call it Quibi. <laughs> Quibi. And, and by the way, the Quibi, when I found out like the quick bite, yeah. I was like, that, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is, I mean, I feel like people are too proud of that. The thing that I am, that I'm so excited about or what I think about a lot is that show the uh the girl with the golden arm 
right? Oh, where, what's where that? Like, I don't know what that is. Is that a Quibi show? Quibi, yeah, with uh, Rachel Brosnahan, um, and her arm what? was like made of gold. Um, what? And it was like a horror anthology series, um, and it basically was like, like. <laughs> Like I've uh, like never the, like, heard the, of this. Okay, so like the I think this is what it was. Like I, the I husband, wanted to be, yeah. Uh, the husband like digs up his wife and to take her arm because it was like expensive. Oh, because it's valuable, the, yeah. Yeah, and then the arm is like possessed, of course. Um, but it's made by uh, it's made by somebody really good. Like it's like well, like, that's like, the thing about Quibi is they made deals with so many good creators. Yeah. Um, Devin says Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Like Sam Raimi oh, made yeah. this show. Uh, and and I think about that one more than ever. I'm like, this is so. Oh, I feel like, like if a- we, t- I feel like if we, if we dove into the Quibi archive, there yeah. would be actually, I bet there are tons of secret gems buried in the Quibi archive. You know what I mean? Because they yeah, are, like what, they made yes. so many deals with so many good people because they were big money deals with no exclusivity and people were given opportunities to just make, you know, short form series or stuff, stuff to put on this platform that then just disappeared. I mean, look, there's one show just called the Scooter Braun Tattoo Show. Holy shit. Now, I, wait, what are you looking at? I want to. <laughs> I just I was looking at the, the Wikipedia page of the list oh my of God. original programming. Holy shit. Like, I mean, there are some crazy. Okay, real... yeah, I'm, I'm on it now, too. <laughs> Lots of unscripted, not that many comedies, interesting. No, yeah, they had that great one, um, that Mapleworth Murders. Oh, yeah, is was, that good? Uh, Paula Pell. That was her oh, show yeah, that yeah. I heard was very oh, good. Oh, and John Lutz, um, J.B. Smoove. Oh, this is yeah. a great. Oh, it's a Lorne Michaels, Seth Meyers production. Great. Yeah. So there's some. I mean, but then you have like you know Chrissy Teigen's Court called Chrissy's Court. Oh boy. You know, uh, you know they had they had the reboot of like um, of Singled Out, which uh, Joel Kim Booster was uh, the host of. Okay. Uh, wow. You know. Yeah. Lots yeah, of reality. A, there's lots yeah. of reality. A lot. Um, a lot wow. of stuff. What? Oh my god. This is fuck, but you you go through it right because I'm on the yeah. same list now. And it, just to just to kind of hit this point home is, you know, I'm gonna just say the names that are inside of some of these: Andy Cohen, you know, uh, Will mm-hmm. Smith, Chrissy Teigen. These are just people who have names in titles. Offset. Yes. You know, there are they made so many deals with so many big people. Adam Devine, so many big people to do. Oh, that's right, they did Reno there. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Then then Reno got to move, and then they got nominated for an Emmy for best wow. film. Yeah, I mean there there are so Holy many. Shit. So I mean I'm looking at all of these. There was like uh uh wow. There's <laughs> I mean there's this one thing just called like your daily horoscope. So every day you could just get your horoscope. Uh, and there was a lot of comedy getting ready to go. The Les Grossman show. That's the Tom Cruise character from Varsity Blues. Holy I mean, shit! Sorry, that was a Tom Cruise character from Tropic Thunder. And then uh, Varsity Blues. TV show. There's wow, also so untitled Scooter Braun dance competition. He had he must have had some sort of overall there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This, this is, is a, <laughs> I, this I is never now really just, got into it. This is just now Quarchat is just Quibi talk. Just getting into it. This rapper, is maybe a segment. Wait, wait. This one, rapper warrior ninja. Rapper Game Warrior Ninja? Wow. Rapper Warrior Ninja. I will say ninja. when I had COVID and was trapped in Houston. Yeah. One of the things that I did watch is American Ninja Warrior because oh, it's Jason, you can just all the time. you can just have it on and kind of sort of pay attention while you yeah. have a, a a blistering fever and are out of your yeah. mind. Um it, wow, what a great show. What a great can show. I, wait, uh, all right, first Do you all, think you rapper, could do it? Go ahead. Well, uh, two things. Rapper Warrior Ninja is just Eric Andre's like the, oh. on the Eric Andre show, they used to just dress guys up like uh, American Gladiator uh-huh. and just like hit them oh, and like oh, make them oh. like fall around on the set. That's funny. And they just put rappers on it, and that was the extension of the Eric Andre show. Oh, like that's just great. like so. But to talk about American Ninja Warrior, I need to talk to you about this thing because this is a wild thing that happened. My my son has been uh, an American Ninja Warrior fan for a long time. Yeah, but. Last week at his school, 
uh, American Ninja Warrior or some version of that came. Okay. Everyone had to like raise money kid, and then they could kid run Ninja the course. Warrior. A kid, kid Ninja Warrior. They yep. could run the course. And it wasn't as complex, but it was pretty complex. Um, and my son got really hung up on the fact that he couldn't do the uh, the warp wall. Warp which wall. Is like the, That's the yeah, tough the, one. Yep. The tough one. And so he comes home and he says, uh, Can I guess? You know, I re- Can yeah. I guess? He wants you to build him a warp wall. Yes. And 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 I'll say how he and I'll say how he presented it. Yeah. I'm thinking that maybe this year I'll ask Santa Amazing. for a warp wall. Incredible. And then June yeah. says That's a good idea. Okay, we'll put it on the list. Yeah. And then I'm like, and I'm like, I'm looking across the kitchen, like, what do you mean you put it on the list? You put a, that on the list? And then June and I, like I we're at the table and this conversation gets more and more heated. She's like, she's like, well, I think he should have it if he wants it. I'm like a warp wall. Do you want to build a, like a 10 foot structure in our backyard that has one purpose yeah. to run up, yeah. touch the top. Is that hours of fun? And I said, besides the fact he's going to get hurt. She's like, he's not going to get hurt. I'm like, it's a fucking like of oh, course it's a he's gonna get hurt. hurt there's a, there one of the when okay so when i was watching it in I, there was a bunch it must have i don't know there's a bunch of them on when i was there and yeah. one of the things i watched was a teenager who built in his home like maybe in his garage or something sure. or i don't remember he built replicas of many of the american ninja warrior hardest things the the salmon ladder right. the and he built himself a warp wall. Um, and he, he ha- that's how he trained to qualify for American Ninja Warrior. He's like 18 years old or something. Like, he was like a kid. Compared yeah. to everybody else in the, in the, that I was watching, he was the kid. And he was incredible. And it, but he I think that built that it kid all. just come back because we were watching it last night and my son goes, oh, he's an adult now. Oh, that's cool. Because like, there was a kid who was like, he yeah. competed in the kids. Because there's a kids American Ninja Warrior show as well. Um, I bet those they, those kids would just destroy us. Oh my God, yes. Uh, and so, like, so June and I get into this like <laughs> d- heated thing where she's like, "I think it's okay." I go, "Why is it okay?" And then I go at one point, I go, "This is the stupidest thing you've ever asked for." Like, a, <laughs> and, and, and and then he runs out of the room and starts crying in a Aww. way, uh, in a way that was like, like I told him. Like, you'll never see your friends again. You're grounded. I was like, what do you mean a warp wall? Like, what do you want to warp? Like, I was like, what are you going to do with it? Like, and and he's crying and June's like, we got to get him a warp wall. I was like, we're not getting him a warp oh wall. Oh, my God. So the minute, I, I go, by the way, the minute he conquers it, it's yes. irrelevant. Exactly. That's all. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, and we're going to build you, a 10 foot structure. Well, in what our I backyard? was going to ask is like, because to me, unlike, let's say, for example, if he said, I want, if he was an avid skateboarder, if he was like, I want yeah. a half pipe, you know, Different you'd be story. like, listen, that's a lot of real estate in the yard you're going to take up. hundred percent. A kid will use uh, 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 that all day, every day in the afternoon, all day, just going back and if, forth and going back and forth. If that's what you love, we will, but once we you have a pickleball court. That, or, yeah. yeah. Once you conquer that warp wall, what's the point? You know, well, like. that was my whole thing. I was like, there's nothing, there's no there there. Is there it's nobody? Just, is there no American? Uh, 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 Maybe you're going to tell me, of course there is. Are there American Ninja Warrior themed gyms? Hundreds, Jason. Are there really? Okay. okay. Well, this is all right. So this is what I was like. Can't you go somewhere? Well, this is what I so I I say to Gus, I go, here's the deal. I don't think that you're stupid. I think it's stupid to build one of these because (laughs) exactly what you said. Yeah. Because once you conquer it, it's over. Yeah. And we can go to a gym and we can go and do the thing. And I said, but I am going to tell you, Gus, I am nervous about you getting hurt. I don't want you to get hurt because, again, you're small. It is about height. And you're running up a wall. There, You could you, you play soccer. You play basketball. Until, all you, the time. until you get it, you're going to fall every time. Exactly. Until you get it, you are going to fall. So you also would need pads. You'd also need spotters. He can't just try it alone. You know what well, I mean? And, but I was like, and then if you do do it and get really good at it, then you're going to get cocky on it. And then you're going to really get hurt because yeah. you're like, let me try it running up and flipping. So June's like, I don't know. I don't see why it's a big deal. And I go, I'm taking him to yeah. the ninja gym yesterday. This is all happened on the weekend. So I, I, I said, I'm taking him to ninja gym 
on Sunday, we go to the ninja gym and he, and there's that wall. And there's a lot of trampolines around. There's a lot to do there. Can I ask you a, a very uh, yeah. quick question? When he um, he tried it, right? You said at school, mm-hmm. was it? Yes. Was he close? And that's why he's really gotten into it? Because he, he can taste uh, it? You know, it's right there? Yes. Okay. Like, it was, I think the problem with school was because they had to accommodate the entire school, uh, he only had two chances to do it. Sure. And so I think he... He, he wanted more shots. I get it. He wanted more shots. And so he wanted that for Christmas. And uh, And so... <laughs> I I bring him to the place and you get on a line and you just run, run, yeah. run. And he does it and he can t- he can touch the top. Like he can touch, he can't elevate himself up there, but he can get to the, he can, his hand can touch the yeah. top of it. It's like, it's like he can touch the rim, but he can't dunk kind of right. thing, right? Exactly. And let me tell you, he does that for 40 minutes. Guess what? Pulls some sort of muscle in his leg. Amazing. And is limping around like an old man right now, like walking around the house. Like, I, and I go, I go, you heard it on the wall. And he goes, I didn't, I, I'm, I, I think I just, maybe it was something else I did earlier uh. in the day. I was like, no, it's not. You just ran up a wall for 40 minutes. And and he was so nervous because <laughs> before I got there, he goes, well, why don't you want me to have it? I go, cause look, I'm going to Google it right now. And I Google warp wall. And the first thing that comes up is Achilles Ripper is what they call it. <laughs> and then the next thing that they bring up was uh, it, was, it was like mother of five still dealing with traumatic brain injury from falling oh. on American Ninja Warrior course on the warp wall. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. No, nobody. Not you're not supposed you. to run up a wall. That's not how this yeah. shit works. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Well, I mean, and I'm he's back in normal. He's, he's better today, but it I'm was sure. hilarious. That's very that, funny. I love that, that. Like he came home with this lip so much so that we were supposed to go to a basketball game last night. He's like, I just maybe, oh. I, maybe I'm thinking about just like hang out. Just I, rest. Just walking is yeah. Rest. I was like, you oh. don't want to rest. You can't walk. Oh, that's so funny. You know what? You know what's true, and you can. And I mean, obviously, he's obsessed with the warp wall, so this is not going to yeah. get his mind off of it, but. The people that it's clear to me, the people that are very good at American Ninja Warrior are rock climbers. Um, oh, it's right. all people who have hand and forearm strength are That's able smart. to do all of those intricate. They can take their time and move hands when it's on, when they're on right. like the 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 um, doorknobs. They have to use moving doorknobs for handles or they have to you all this stuff. That's all rock climbing. Um, You're right. And so I would say, you know, what you could maybe do is you could install at the house bouldering holds. Uh, I've seen that, and that's really fun. Because <clears throat> then he's building the strength he needs to do American Ninja Warrior. Um, and then get up there, bal- yeah. But he's not high up. He's not. He's really just building that strength, you know? On our summer vacation this year, we went to a place, and they had like a 25-foot-tall bouldering wall where you could actually... Uh, like climb up and you would almost like Spider-Man. You'd be like, if you were holding on right, you, you're almost like your back is in just in the air. Like you're completely like, Oh, there's like an the overhang. Side. There's like yeah, a, an yeah, overhang. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It was, a, it was an amazing, Oh, that's cool. it was scary yeah. as hell though. I, I was wired up and I had my, I had my, um, you know, uh, ropes on and stuff like that, but it, like it's funny well, that's to why climb you, up twenty five feet. What, what was good at my my college had it, and, but they didn't install a full climbing wall. They okay. just installed handholds that were like for bouldering, that were for going side to side. Oh, okay. So great. nothing above I'm gonna say ten feet, maybe. So right. if you fell, so you're no ropes. You don't have to be clicked uh, clicked right. in. You can ju- you're just working on holds and balance and moving your weight from hands to feet, moving your weight from you know above to below. All these kind of mo- you're learning all the all the ways of basically climbing safely before you just start racing straight up. You right. know, and and that's the thing. It's like you can. I mean, doing that is such. Even having that, like, uh, the ropes on me where I knew I wasn't going to get hurt, it is a crazy sensation to be like, and now I'm going, I'm going, I'm falling, or I'm going to give, I'm going to give over to, like, because there were moments where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make this, but I'm like, well, I'm going to play it safe. I didn't have to because I wouldn't be hurt. It would be fine. No, no, but but it's still, your brain has to understand, like, I'm falling now, and there is still a tariff, even though you know you're, you're you're yeah, locked in, be, even though you know somebody is is belaying you. You are still falling through space. You know it's terrifying. It's so wild, which what, I mean, it's, yeah. which is what makes 
watching something like Free Solo, uh, absolutely insane because you're watching someone, you know, summit El Capitan, climb an entire face, you know, without support, without ropes, without anything. It's it's an unbelievable. You are like, oh, if he falls, it's like not it's only done. game over. It's like it's insanely game over. This is nuts. Well, and then also like the idea that like, I mean, there's so many things, <laughs> there's so many things that is, there are so many things that are interesting about American Ninja Warrior. And one of the things that I find fascinating is how easy it looks. Yeah. Like if you were actually to try any of that, like those things that they just put on season 14, I was like, that is like, just think about the, yeah. Like, they they've gotten progressively more oh, and more every, now it's and the and the course gets longer and longer. It used to be yeah. like I used to I watched American Ninja Warrior for the first time years ago, and it was pretty short the course, and it ended with the warp wall. Now the warp wall is like at the end of the first act of the course, and the course is like three acts long, and there's like there's like a dragon in it now. There's like not it's craziness, you know, um, so and nuts. it's so fascinating. You get so sucked into the the narrative of someone's victory over these elements, you know? Uh, yeah. And it's so fun to watch people get so close and then fall <laughs> in the water. I know. And, it's, and, and like, and you think like, they look like, Oh, they could have done it. Yeah. Like, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. Training to fall right away is silly. <laughs> it really is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Jason, thank you again. And be sure to tune in for next last looks where Jason and I have, uh, how did this get made? All-star. Natasha Legero on to talk about her brand new book, The World Deserves My Children. Now that we got Dracula 2000 out of the way, let's talk about next week's movie. We are going from old time booby traps to high school thirst traps. All right. Anyway, uh, next week we are watching the Lifetime original movie designed to kill. It's the first stop on our Halloween tour in Indianapolis. Uh, here is a short breakdown of the plot. When a psychotic fashion photographer turns a nerdish high school student into a superstar model, her obsession with him drives her to homicidal madness. Oh man, this movie is great. It has zero ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and nothing on Letterboxd. People, if you watch this movie with us, uh, get on the internet and review it. It is one of my favorite films. I wrote Avril, uh, our producer Avril, I wrote her right after. I was like, this might be my favorite movie we've watched in a very long time. And that's saying... A lot because we've been on a great run of how did this get made uh, gems. Anyway, take a listen to the designed to kill trailer. One class this semester that we're excited about is called fashion and photography. Please allow me to introduce the new instructor, Miss Jennifer Higgins. As someone who photographed top models in New York, I plan to share my knowledge to help you tap into the creative side that I bet you didn't even know you had. Look at David Doolittle. Miss Higgins got him in the magazine. Word around campus is that you're seeing David Doolittle. Why do you think you need to do that? Why are you so obsessed with this kid? I am not obsessed with him. You can watch Design to Kill on Lifetime or on Tubi for free. You could also check out Hoopla and Canopy, which are digital media services offered by your local public library uh, that allow you to borrow movies, books, audiobooks, ebooks, comics, and more all on your device or even on your TV. I'll tell you this much, people. Uh, this is also fully available uh, in all the places that you can stream, surprisingly. It's out there. But Design to Kill, Fatal Runway, uh, I think it's called Dress to Kill 2. A lot of movies... Uh, this movie has a lot of titles, so if you have trouble, it's out there. It's easily out there, so don't stress. Um, that is it for today's show. Please remember to rate and review. It helps. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, make sure you are following us. Visit us on social media at HDTGM, and you can see all the costumes from the live shows. For commercial-free access to How Did This Get Made and our entire archive and so much more, sign up for Stitcher Premium for a free one-month trial. Use the code BONKERS. A big thank you to our producers, Scott, Sonny, Molly Reynolds, and our engineer, Devin Bryant, and our publisher, July Diaz. We will see you next week for Designed to Kill. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time because messes happen because hey listen remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like i'm serious if that leaks over the counter it'll be a slimy abomination by the time i get back and i was like yeah 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 of course don't worry about it i won't forget <laughs> well oh yeah that happens so start clean with clorox use clorox products as directed rinse after use if in contact with food service
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.